Hey guys, um, I had to record my intro separately today, um, so I'm just going to record it now, and then we're all going to listen to it together. Um, and uh, so the the reactions that you hear from Jared and Lucas will be their actual reactions from uh, hearing this intro. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, there has been a day when you and your childhood friend uh, went out to play for the last time, and uh, none of you two were aware of that. Uh, one day somewhere, f sometime far, far in the future, someone's going to speak your name for the very last time, and then you'll be completely forgotten about. Uh, your brain begins to deteriorate at age 27, around, and uh, today is the youngest you'll ever be again. I appreciate it. It was a really funny opening bit, so I I'm I liked it a lot. I really did it. like it a lot. That, that awesome. might be my favorite one. Yeah. Favorite one for 101. Hey. hey. Look at you. Jared King of branding. And um, rhymes. Hey, so uh, what are we talking about this week, everybody? Uh, silly little TV show on the home box office called <laughs> The Last of Us Season 1. Very, oh. very exciting. Um, just a little preface. Uh, I have not played the video game. Nor have I. I would. Nor have I. I would very Perfect. much like to. Um, <laughs> but as soon as I watched the first episode, I was like, I'm going to actively avoid knowing what happens in the video game. Yeah, it's one or two. Sure. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Last from what I understand, two, I... I, I, I Understand that there are elements of um, the second game that appear in this in this season, and uh, probably elements of the first game that were omitted slash maybe will be present in the second season. Things like that, because um, they are taking some liberties. But overall, from what I understand, it's been pretty true to the games. However, just wanted to throw a quick disclaimer to the listener. If you came super excited to hear us talk about the video game, the 2013 video game, The Last of Us. Uh, and its you, translation to live uh, action yeah. cinematic form. <laughs> yeah. You are in for some disappointment because we are just talking about the television show today. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you guys if you had played the game at all and it was immediately answered. So The, the reason <laughs> the answer is no is simply I don't have a PlayStation. It's I also don't I have a PlayStation. On a PlayStation. I'd be playing that game first thing. Hmm. Um, it's on a uh, PC, right? It is. Well, yeah, but I don't want to be like that. I don't game know. on PC. I'm not a nerd. I just yeah. have a movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. And play D&D. &D. Um, cool. Well, yeah. I Niall, you were the only one who watched it week to week. Or did Jared, did you I did well? watch it week to week. No, I, I watched it pretty quickly right after because I was like, oh, we'll probably do an episode on it. And then Lucas didn't watch it for another month. So, Hey, we also had <laughs> other episodes we were doing anyway. So, Yeah, I thought I thought I was going to be... The, the straggler? Yeah, well, I usually am. I'm usually the one you guys are like, Jared, watch nah. Better Call Saul Season 6. I'm We've like, I can't watch it anywhere without paying money or... <laughs> 
going to jail. So <laughs> or committing a crime. Or committing a which crime. We all know we're pro crime on this podcast. No, yes. no, Lucas, no, no. I wouldn't download a car. <laughs> would you download a house? <laughs> I would not download a house. Well, then, in that case, You're I think Jared is anti-crime. Lucas and I. Lucas is pro-crime. I'm, I'm pro kind of crime. on the fence. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's well, some crime that's okay. Over the episode, so for the first we'll be trying to five sway minutes. Yeah, either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Opening remarks on whether crime is okay. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> crime as a concept, not individual crimes, but crime Just in crime. general. <laughs> if it's, are you pro or anti? So um, yeah, Last of Us season one. Last of Us, where crime is has a different meaning. It does because true. there's no laws. There's that's no. True. Uh, ruling authority. Well, there is, I guess. Kind I of mean, is. it's kind See, of a loose world building, as far as I know. Like, I'm sure if I played the game, I'd understand it better. Yeah. But from the TV show, I'm like, okay, there's a couple groups, but I don't know how much actual control they have. Right. There's Fedra and Fireflies. the kind of Fireflies. Fireflies that, and it seems they're more of the terrorist organization. Sure. Flame yeah, fighters, I. Whatever it might. Yeah, exactly. I, I really yeah. liked actually that dynamic of Fedra and the Fireflies in this because neither of them are good. And so it's like, mm-hmm. it, I really, really like that dynamic actually of like Fedra is not great, but they kind of did what they had to and then they become kind of corrupt and Fireflies is like trying to go against that. But they're also like killing people mercilessly and just like, you know, full on anarchy basically. And so I really actually like that dynamic a lot between those two like trying to be ruling factions that like neither of them work out super well um yeah. i'll just start by talking about the show i guess uh just that i like well it, wait 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 uh, can i, I can it, i say something not, real quick yeah, sure go ahead because we did talk just very briefly about how i watched it week to week oh yeah and i just yes, wanted to yes. i wanted to talk about Follow this really it. briefly before we get into like the show itself um i kind of forgot how much i love watching something week to week especially when it's something as like phenomenal as this show and everybody phenomenal in the sense that everybody was watching it and so many people were talking about it that it really promoted this kind of like community feeling around it of like you'd be at an event throughout that week talking to some people and you'd be like so you've been watching the last of us and they'd be like yeah i cannot wait to see what happens next and you get that interaction going on and it's like it's you know one of those unifying things that's just really exciting that for me, those conversations are more fun amidst the season rather than yep. post stranger things, talking to some people and being like, did you watch the new season? What did you think? But like yeah. with that right. tension there with everybody, it was so much fun, at least for shows that are going to have this kind of an, an impact with, you know, culture and, and society. Very yeah, fun quality for me to watch as week well. to week. Whereas, well, and that's what I was gonna say. You're like, oh, I loved watching. I love watching shows week to week, and I'm like, okay, but put like a C tier show. Yeah. As far as the the population yeah. believes, right. like a show you love, like for example, Ted Lasso is a huge show. Mm-hmm. I I amongst a ton of other people love it. I've been watching it week to week. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's also the kind of show where watching it all at once wouldn't feel like you're missing something of the tension. Like, it's Ted yeah. Lasso. It's know? Ted Lasso. It's just fun. It's, it's cute. the final I season, I wish though. I could watch... Well, well, I don't... They say. They I, say. There probably will be. Yeah, it's the final season of the main story. spin-offs and stuff, yeah. 
Anyway, this is not a Ted Lasso episode. Right. I hope we will get one soon. But sure, I don't want to. But there are definitely shows I can see where I would have loved to watch it week to week. And I do think one of my big regrets of 2023 will be not watching it week to week. Yeah. And part of that is because it's a little spooky and I am a coward. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I am fine not having watched it week to week because I have been so burned out watching Disney Plus's Star Wars and Marvel shows week to week that I'm just... I'm so done with that crap. I'm like, dude, all all that that happens with me is even. I mean, Last of Us is very different in that it's much better. But all that happens with the week to week for me is that I'm like, oh man, cool, another cliffhanger. Hopefully, it gets resolved in the next episode. And then the next episode is like, oh cool, another cliff epi- cliffhanger. Hopefully, it gets resolved in the next episode. And then it doesn't. <laughs> and so I'm just like, cool. I'm just gonna wait for these shows to come out and then just watch them all at once. Yeah, or at right. least in larger chunks or at least psychologically it's like i don't have to wait for it i can just watch it whenever which is a lot easier for me because i don't know i mean for example this one i thought the seventh episode was the weakest one um which is the one that's just ellie and her friend oh and yeah i was like if i had waited a week especially because the sixth episode i mean spoilers from here on out second to last is my favorite well so the the one Before it, not after that. Oof. When mm-hmm. Joel gets stabbed, it ends with him oh, bleeding. And then the next episode is just Ellie the whole time. And it's like, cool. Yeah. That would have been a fun week of just, okay, cool, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I could just watch that and then just watch the next one. Which, yeah, yeah the eighth episode, the second to last one is insane. And so, Oh, man. Oh, um, well, I, I want to yeah. say something on that, though, because I agree with the cliffhanger thing. But I think in general, other than that example... Um, this show did a very good job of like not necessarily leaving cliffhangers as much as just like, Oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah. But the episodes themselves very, they, they kept themselves very contained to the point where at the end of every episode, I watched it week to week and every single episode without fail, I felt satisfied by my experience. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, the the drama of the cliffhanger or or the ending or wh- however you want to refer to it that didn't overtake the experience of the episode itself which certain times in certain shows you can tell that that's all they're going for yeah they're just like okay we're gonna build up to a cliffhanger and then leave it there yeah but in this right. show so much happened all in Disney every episode that you felt satisfied and still like wanting more you know very mm-hmm. For me, another great example that Lucas isn't going to pick up on, but Attack on Titan does a very good job of that, of asking questions and every episode making you excited to watch the next episode Mm -hmm. while still feeling like you had a satisfying experience with the episode that you just watched, you know? Oh, that's what people... Oh, okay, okay. That's what people who speak English (laughs) say. Yeah, Shingeki no Kyojin, of course. Sorry. Took me a second to translate that back in my brain from Japanese to English. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, But I I do think that this show... I think... Yeah, go for it. The last show that we've... I mean, at least I kind of watched week to week. There's two shows that recently came out um one's vox machina or the Mm. legend of vox machina which does a great job of they don't give you one they give you three episodes so you can get even if the last episode isn't a huge cliffhanger or really exciting or oh man i'm excited to see what happens next you got three episodes Mm. that were great and then 
you feel satisfied for a week before three more came out. So your appetite so, is both wet and satisfied at the same time. That is exactly how I would explain it. Thank you, Lucas. <laughs> Good boy. Um, so that the other one that I think could have been that week to week, everyone's excited was House of the Dragon. Mm. It just had to come out at the same time as the Rings of Power. Yeah. And yeah. it just kind of like people, I know people who watched Rings of Power week to week. I knew people who watched House of the Dragon week to week. And it just kind of like, they conflicted, it felt like, yeah. right? There wasn't a unifying cultural phenomenon. Right. And I mean, yeah, I'm kind of sad I missed out on that. But overall. Did you binge it yeah. after the fact then, uh, House of the Dragon? Um, I, well, I did watch House of the Dragon for the first like four or five episodes week to week. And then I took a break, binge the rest. Nice. And it does kind of lull in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. I thought. But by the end of it, I was like <laughs> blown away and wish I would have saw that like with everyone else. Yeah. But again, I didn't even hear a ton of people talking about it when it ended. Mm-hmm. So I, I think not that it didn't get good ratings. It's just, it didn't. Right. Yeah. Wasn't no. A huge I, I get that. Conversation. I, I think that I'll watch season two week to week um, of Me The too. House of the Dragon because I, I really liked the first season. And since then, obviously, we watched Game of Thrones, all of that show. Yeah. And so season two of this, Last of Us and House of the Dragon both come out next year. Or House of the Dragon for sure comes out next year. The hope is Last of Us season two can come out next year. But it's going to mm. be a late next year if it does yeah. do a 2024 well, if, release. That'd be a big year for Max. Yeah, well, yeah. Max, dude. Oh, I hate we, that so much. So, Sounds like know. we're just talking about someone. Yeah, I, that's what yeah. I thought at first. Oh, dude, I can't wait to watch that on Max. Um, like uh, For the listener, I don't know if you've heard, but um, HBO Max will no longer be called HBO Max. It will be called Max, which, to be fair, moving away from the HBO name is a good idea because there's so much on there that's not HBO. It's Warner Brothers. They have a ton of content on there. However... Mm. Why don't you call it anything that's not Max? Warner Bros. But the thing yeah, is, plus. WB Max or something. WB like, Plus. Yeah, anything. WD40. Or even WBD <laughs> Max or anything. Because the thing is, the other problem with going away, because it's Warner Brothers Discovery now. Warner oh, Brothers Discovery is one I see. Company. There's like a merger. Yeah, yep. And <laughs> that's so great. that's why they're renaming WBD. it to Max, because they're adding Discovery Plus content to Max as well. But the thing is... They should have called it Sigma. Sigma. Yes. Sigma Plus. Sigma, Sigma Plus. Sigma Max. That would have been really awesome. Sigma Plus. The, I think they could have been totally fine keeping it HBO Max because now it's an established brand. Like, it's been around for a couple of years and so people know it. Now they're just removing their branding part of it and I don't know. That's a whole different story. Yeah. But this show was some great content. HBO, honestly rarely misses hbo yeah. is just some high quality friggin programming um and this is not an <laughs> hbo max original this is like hbo tv show tv channel original that then they just synchronize it with hbo max so it's not a streaming show it's a network show that just comes out the i didn't next realize day. that mm-hmm. i was so not aware was it was it coming out on saturday nights on um, cable? no i think it was the yeah i think it was the night before and then the next day yeah sunday it was coming yep exactly so saturday night it was airing on hbo sunday it came out on because uh, <laughs> nobody <laughs> everybody just watched it on sunday i guess yeah. that's yeah. because nobody uses cable anymore yeah 
enough for anything to, other than sports. Yeah. Hey, no, nah, I mean, if you like watching stuff week to week, you <laughs> yeah, could. Yeah, no, maybe yeah, I could get could. back into it. I, well, I'm bringing this cable is, back, This is guys. getting into my, <laughs> my business podcast mind instead of my entertainment mind, but I mm-hmm. think that there might actually be a, somewhat of an exodus back to uh, cable or, or something along those lines soon in terms of what streaming services provide, but we'll talk about that later. I disagree. Interesting. Um, yeah, I also disagree. Netflix, I think there it's might just be a because stronger Netflix rotation, perhaps. Everybody tried to do what Netflix did, and now Netflix is losing subscribers for the first time since it's started streaming. The problem, well, there's so much competition. Yeah, that's well, yeah, the thing. What I'm, what I'm saying why. is I think other companies are going to panic and start going back to what they're certain will work long term and won't just start to fizzle for them. So that's a guess. But I still, we can talk about yeah, it. Ooh, interesting conversation though. Very, yeah, I, I'm later? gonna. Yeah, I I do disagree, but I think I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand, but, um, but Last of Us yeah. not being a streaming show, but a show that you can stream, is very good. Um, it is. Yeah, I I think my favorite episode actually was the fourth episode, fourth or fifth. You're which gonna was have to one, me. Yeah. Uh, fourth no, was. I was gonna say it's the one where they meet the guy and his son, and it's just, it's just the self-contained it's episode where it's very end. No, not his brother. The black guy and his kid. Yeah, no, it's his brother. Yeah, that's his brother. <laughs> it's his younger it's brother. his little brother. That's Joel's younger brother? No. Oh, the, okay. That's, what yeah, are you yeah, talking about? Kid, no, what okay, are okay. you talking I about? I thought, yeah, okay, that's why. I thought that was the guy's son, not the guy's brother. But that yeah, relationship, yeah. whatever. It's it's all well and good regardless. Yeah. Um, Brothers, but. Yeah. Okay, so they're brothers. (laughs) They both... That was my favorite episode because... It was a great episode. um, I was expecting that, like those characters to be integrated into the show, and then it's like, oh yeah, it'll be the four of them. I I really like how this kind of subverted... Again, I haven't played the game, so maybe this is just like, no duh. But I really like how it kind of subverted your expectations for how it was going to be going. Like, I kind of assumed the show would end with him finding Tommy, and then that would be... Like, the season, at least. And then it'd be like, oh, cool. Or right. it'd be like, oh, I just got a new clue about where Tommy could be. Instead, it was like the beginning of that episode. It's like, hey, look, there's Tommy. It's like, what the? Like, that seriously yeah. threw me for a loop. I was like, what on earth? That just arc is resolved all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and then I really liked how there was kind of the tension, that whole thing. But the going back to the kid and like that city, I liked how there was that lady, like the fireflies again. They're just thinking they're so great in this city. Yeah. And then everyone dies at the end. Like the city just collapses in on itself. Because I, another thing I like about the show a lot is that it kind of like argues the the points of like you know government and like anarchy and all that stuff, but while also there's like a very real threat of just the apocalypse is constantly yeah. looming, and when they begin to lose sight of that, it comes to bite them in the butt and they all die. It's like yeah. it was all for nothing, and like it's still in a world where everything is bad and they're trying to like create these false like, you know, I mean societies, I guess, but then they all just lose to the fact that there's just mindless beasts on the earth that will eat you like it's nothing. So yeah. that, that that whole dynamic I really, really enjoyed, actually. I think they did it really well as well. Yeah, I, I'll go next. I don't yeah. know if there's a question here, but I like the show. <laughs> I thought it was a good time. Um, I guess I'll, I'll say my favorite episode was the season, like, penultimate episode. You know, the second to last with the i mean i don't know if there's i mean we're, we'll talk spoilers yeah yeah we're yeah, I mean, we're, I yeah. Just, spoilers yeah. are back into it yeah yeah, yeah. okay 
that last second to last episode again we saw like them meet these characters two episodes before so it's kind of a continuation of that and you're just kind of waiting to see like oh god like is joel okay is Mm -hmm. every are they going to be okay and then you're like these guys are sus yeah they're and they're for sure also eating people (laughs) yeah (laughs) dude i love loved that well Mm -hmm. and even like even before that they're doing all of these little things just to unsettle you like the preacher himself has just a way bigger plate than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's already <laughs> just like, okay, so this guy's just a bad dude because yeah. he's like serving himself before anyone else. And like, it's it's evident that they are low on things, you know? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. like, as soon as there was that lingering shot on the meat, I was like, okay, so that's people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, as soon as he was like, we're, we're running low on venison, I was like, I yeah. think I get where this is. Yeah. And that was like the yeah. first thing they said. I was like, mm, yeah. we'll get the to lady, that when we get we'll, to that. Yeah. But. And the lady was like, what meat is that? And the guy's like, venison. And then later in the scene, they come back with the deer. And you're like, oh, okay. That's people, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I really, so nasty. I loved how, <laughs> like, again, just showing different levels of preparedness as well. Like there's that one episode with Bill and Frank where you know he's mm-hmm. got that whole bunker and he goes immediately to Home Depot and he just is on top of Which it. So and then cool. when, <laughs> yeah, when Joel, he walks out with the gun, yeah, 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 <laughs> all that stuff, and he like creates the fence. I love that that episode. Um, and then Me too. the episode where Joel gets stabbed at the end, um, those guys that stab him literally stab like with a piece of a table. Like they're, yeah. I saw those guys. I was like, okay, those are just like homeless guys just running yeah. around. They are very mm-hmm. clearly not prepared or well equipped. And so just all the different dynamics with just um, classes, I guess, as well. It was just great. So Absolutely. That's, that's something that I kind of wanted to talk about was the way that Joel becomes incapacitated. Mm. I actually really love. And I, mm-hmm. I, actually, I watched something earlier today. Um, uh, Burback, Eddie Burback and his brother have a video game channel where they kind of do video essays about video games. And they talked about how how to and how not to adapt a video game to film um, comparing The Last of Us, a Naughty Dog game, to Uncharted, also a Naughty Dog game. What went right, what went <laughs> wrong, you know? It was super interesting. But Those are equal. Those are the same in, in quality in my book. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, um, they're... Yeah. Well, but honestly, I think the Uncharted game series is phenomenal. No, I'm talking right. about adaptation... But the adaptation, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly, right. exactly. No, okay. the, the I thought you were talking about great. the games. No, the games like, are too- great, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, from what I've heard about The Last of Us and what I've played of Uncharted, <laughs> right? I'd say they are. Pretty I'd awesome. say they're both for sure. amazing. Studio. I didn't great, know that they were the same studio, but they are. could be awesome adaptation. Both PlayStation still for America. Uncharted, but <laughs> um, but something that Craig Mazin said that it shows part of this interview, um, he's talking about how in the in the video game you there's like a checkpoint system and you kill a bunch of people and then you die and you load back and you kill those same people again. So in the game, it's easy to kind of get desensitized to the violence and the way that they thought to basically cure that for the show is to pull way back on the violence so that when violence happened, it seemed high stakes every single time. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I love about that fight is that you've seen Joel take people out, mm-hmm. but now this situation is different. You haven't seen him take that many people out and every fight, whether it's against just a couple of kind of like scavengers or whether it's versus like 
a Fedra fleet, they all feel equally high stakes mm-hmm. in in their own way. And I think it's brilliant to to take something like this and um, basically make the violence important by taking a lot of it away. Right, um, and then at the end, give us the John Wick. Exactly. Like, he's going in, he's killing everyone, yeah. right? Are you talking awesome. about the season finale or the episode before the season finale? Well, the the season finale is where he goes through and kills everybody John Wick style, but yeah, I'm yeah. talking yeah. about where he gets stabbed, stabbed. and That's is like then incapacitated okay. for three That's episodes. That's the sixth episode. That's yeah, yeah. six, yeah. Um, but another thing that I wanted to talk about is, for me... I'm not a Walking Dead fan. I think the first season is excellent, and every season beyond that gets worse. How dare um, you? Until I stop no! watching. To be fair, I have not you! watched the last 80 seasons or however many came out of that show. <laughs> I've never watched a single episode. Nor will The first episode Now that this show exists, great. there's no reason to watch but that. But here's what I want to say. Um, I think that this show... I, I want to talk about where The Last of Us succeeds where The Walking Dead failed. And it is... In every way. The Last of Us exists 20 years into the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. You see the interesting part of the start of the apocalypse, which is day one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jeez. Which is unbelievable. I love that so much. Again, every every episode It it was another scene where it was like, I want to play this video game because I know this exact scene is in the video game with them in the car Mm -hmm. and like... It was just like, I, I want to play the game so bad. But it was beautiful. And then once they've gone through everything that's interesting about that, you go 20 years into the future. And now the interesting thing is not people adapting to zombies and how mm-hmm. that world works. It's how have people already adapted and what are the systems that are set up now? Yeah. Totally agree. Great, that was so cool. There's there's this great moment where they do, they show, don't tell, just how um, kind of dark and messed up this world is with the kid coming out of the trees. Oh, yeah, yeah, Looking yeah. for a place to be, them talking to him and, like, acting like everything's going to be okay, scanning him, getting a red mark, and then later you see that kid in a pile of dead bodies that Joel is scooping up. Yep. (laughs) Excellent way to establish the setting, show us what this world is like. And with, with a show like The Walking Dead, you're focusing on the beginning of the apocalypse and then starting from there. And at a certain point, it just stops being interesting. Mm watching that dynamic whereas with a show like this that's not the plot it's the setting Mm -hmm. and now the plot Mm -hmm. is something else and i I just think that the last of us the the shame of it is that it's probably restricted to the story that's in the video games in terms of longevity because i could watch this show forever and feel (laughs) satisfied with it you know yeah and i think there's just the two parts uh, yeah. Well, there's just Last of Us Part 1 and 2 in terms of games, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're planning on making a third part, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but they've just said we're not going to really do that. And so maybe they will have more kind of liberty to, you know, make the um, adaptations of the games, which they've said is going to be at least two seasons for Part 2. And so right. we've got three, four, maybe seasons max of this show. I think three, hopefully. It's a I think dangerous they can, game. I think they can just say, I hope they'll just say, 
hey, we're going to make, you know, Last of Us Part 1, Season 1, Last of Us Part 2, Seasons 2 and 3, and then that's the end. And I really hope yeah. that's what they do. Me too. We'll see, because, you yeah. know, we live in this society where money good, and once a brand is successful, they're going to make a million spinoffs. So I hope, yeah. I yeah. pray that that is not what happens. But the end of this season felt like it was probably similar to the end of the game as well. It was very, like, yeah. conclusionary. Like, okay, this is probably the similar, very, like, the same or very similar way how the game ended mm-hmm. um, in terms of, like, him saving Ellie and everything like that. Which, to Niall's point of, like, the whole John Wick thing, that was crazy. Like, watching yeah. that was just like, man, Joel's just <laughs> just murking these guys like it's yeah. nothing. Like, he, yeah. he shoots that guy in the Unloads. leg. And he's like, okay. the guy just says, F you. He's like, I don't have time for this. He just shoots him in the head and moves on to the next guy. It's like, whoa, dude. So cool. He is just <laughs> yeah. merciless, truly merciless. Having and then the doctor, scene, like, all those guys. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Having an action scene like that that is so driven by emotion it makes mm-hmm. you like it makes it feel realistic that he could actually kill all those people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's been showing these struggles, but now it's him unleashed and it's he's in he's in father mode mm-hmm. now. Rather yeah. than just like, oh, this is a girl that I'm like with. This is where he's really like kind of snapped into, no, like she's mine. And he just goes off. And it's like it's tense, but you also the whole time you're like well, yeah, Joel's not in any danger. Like, he's just going <laughs> to sweep through this building. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's so yeah. satisfying to have a moment like that after the whole series basically thinking anyone is going to die at any point because, like, it's just so tense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm. And I think it only works, that final episode only works because it's earned. And we talked about it mm-hmm. with the violence, but also, I mean, the the final decision for joel to lie to ellie mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah that's it's the pinnacle climax like conclusion of the show and it feels earned and it feels like we could have a whole discussion on whether he was right to whether he wasn't to but and you know i think the conversation about whether it's justified um kind of gets put on the back burner because we all understand why he does it mm-hmm. yeah. right like and it makes total sense Joel from the beginning of the story is different from Joel at the end of the story. Uh, and, I mean, it's it's such a remarkable ending, right? Oh, yeah. Even though it's kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel, like, morally I, I, it's complicated. Uh, and... They do a great job of, like, because in other shows or movies, case in point, Tenet, where it's like one person could be the difference between all of saving all of mankind or not. And this, I really felt like earned it in the sense that like, okay, I totally get why Joel is saving her and not having them kill her and experiment on her. Experiment on her. Cause mm-hmm. you know, like point one being that it might not work. They might crack uh, Ellie open, scoop out her brain, try and make a cure. And then it doesn't work. And then he's just right. back in the same spot. He was worse than he was before even because now he doesn't have this girl who he's like, come to almost adopt as a you know symbolic daughter figure and the other thing is like he's just become so callous to the world he's like he doesn't really care if it's cured or not i mean honestly like yeah he has to live in it and he has to deal with all the crap but he he could not care less about the state of society really he just cares about him and ellie and so it totally worked for me that he was gonna kill all these guys and not let her be killed to 
in theory, not save all of mankind, um, that totally worked for me. I, and I, yeah. I felt like it was super earned where in other you know, movies or shows where it's like, okay, well, there's this one person that for sure could save all of mankind and you're not going to let them die because you love them or whatever. This time it really worked for me. And other times it hasn't, but, you know, like Jared said, they earned it. Also, Tenet Bad. Also, Tenet Bad. That's the main point of that. It's the direct comparable to <laughs> The Last of Us. I think I have to besmirch what... Niles' opinions at least once an episode. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got plenty of opinions to besmirch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think the. If I was to say my favorite moment. So my favorite episode, I said, obviously, second to last. Yeah. yeah my. F- my like the second favorite would have been uh, the fourth one, I think mm-hmm. it was, with uh, the couple and just watching them bunker down and everything. Oh, Bill and Frank. Like, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the third episode. I oh, that was the third mm-hmm. one. I I love. I love that, that one too. It was really, <laughs> it, was, it was really good. And at the end, I was like, man, I'm feeling emotional. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was heavy. I love... but not only that, it like then gave Joel and Ellie a. Uh, critical resource in mm-hmm. the truck right yep. and explained yeah. why they can move forward mm-hmm. and yeah. i was like brilliant mm-hmm. you know yeah brilliant i also loved how that resource was immediately taken away but they got far enough to where yeah. we didn't have to deal with watching it for too long right but then it was like okay they've gotten far enough truck is destroyed now they're back on yep. foot and i was like cool great love it um, yeah. yeah, I I really liked it. Nick. It made me so mad, though. You know what yeah, I mean? No, like, same. you I feel like, that loss. You're like, come oh, on. they were just yeah. going. It, it was a straight, a straight shot. shot. They had yeah. a perfect setup. <laughs> they were doing so well. Yeah. Oh, super frustrating. Um, you know, in the moment, but story wise, yeah. it made sense. I loved Nick Offerman in that role, especially like when he poisons mm-hmm. his husband, and then. He's like, you poisoned yourself, didn't he? Like, kind of has that Ron Perlman, like, uh, not Ron Perlman. What's his name? Swanson. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yeah, the yeah. smile yeah. where he just, like, just like, he's like enough to kill nod. a horse. Yeah. Like, that just felt like that was so Nick off. Yeah. It was, I love that. It was excellent. <laughs> yeah. He was great. He was so good. in that role. The other guy was great, too. Um, I didn't know him from anything, but he was good. Yeah, he's from White Lotus, I think, is kind of the main thing that he's done. Mm, yeah. um, he's, in, he's in a season of that, I think. But HBO um, loves to recycle their actors. Because both of these characters what? are in Game of Thrones. Both the main that's characters. True. So, oh cool. yeah, I I yeah. thought we were still talking about Bill and Frank, and I, was like, no. I don't think that's <laughs> you don't right, remember when Ron Swanson I, was in yeah, Game I, of Thrones. Yeah. Um, Ed Sheeran, though. He's like, I've won the Game of Thrones. It, it was me. I was the Game of Thrones after all. <laughs> Clip of him walking with the Iron Throne and throwing it into the garbage can like the like the computer. <laughs> the, yeah, like the, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite moment, this is, this was, I suppose, kind of an insignificant moment. Well, not an insignificant moment, but one that I think is often overlooked, but it, it had me with tears in my eyes immediately was the end of the cannibals episode. Um, when Joel shows up and, and saves Ellie and she's mm-hmm. like freaking out oh, and he's yeah. like yeah. hugging her and he he calls her baby girl. He's like mm-hmm. it's me baby girl and he says that yeah. and I was just immediately <laughs> tears on my face oh, of like okay yeah. no he's accepted his 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 role uh, yeah. fatherly role mm-hmm. you know and I just like ooh it it hit me with some real emotions. That whole climax of that episode 
with her killing oh, yeah. the guy and then when oh, she dude that was and the camera so, oh yeah when she grabs and it goes cleaver or it just well even it just the first guy when she tr- kills a Troy what's his Troy name Baker. the guy yeah with the it's like a, the cleaver or something yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah. exactly what it is but I remember watching that and I was like yeah. blown away yeah. when she just grabs it and, and then and then she kills him. this guy and it goes on and you're like okay it's over. <laughs> all right now it's gonna end okay she's done now okay is she gonna stop at ever and, it's yeah, like, it's, and it's you see the, the fire the behind her consuming yeah, yeah. this building and her need for re- revenge has so far consumed her need for survival that mm, she just yeah. keeps going and it's like oh it is terrifying. oh it's so good and i just i loved it so basically the last 10 minutes of that episode was my favorite part of the whole series season, yeah if we're talking about yeah. our favorite moments specifically my favorite moment came from an episode that isn't either of the, my two favorites it's in the backstory of the world and how like mm. it kind of got started and it shows that um, researcher who researches these like fungi, oh, yeah. and she starts asking questions like, "Who did? Who bit? Who?" She just saw the body and everything, and she's like, "He's like, what should we do?" And he, she's like, "Nuke the city, basically." Oh yeah, <laughs> and she's I like, was like, "Go home oh. to your families." She's like, please take me home. I want to spend oh, my that, last yeah, yeah. moments with my family. Yeah, that was like the... Because she knew. She's like, if that is happening, we've got to bomb and kill everyone yeah. in Jakarta yeah, or yeah, where, yeah. wherever Jakarta. they were. That was like the beginning of one of the first episodes, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is episode I think so. two, it, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, man, that, that was my favorite. It that was... line when she was like, bomb the city. Yeah. Dude, I can't yeah, remember that was again. so exactly what she says. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, jeez. And it's... it's... She's like... Kill me. Yeah, like, yeah. That Kill is everyone. so like, powerful. I'm gonna die Kill she, like, everyone cries. I know, everyone I love, because this is going to end the world. Yeah. And she was right. <laughs> yeah. Was so cool. In, in the context of knowing that, you know, obviously it doesn't work out. Maybe they did do yeah. the city and then it didn't matter. I, I, I love just the, the setup of the premise. Too. I think it's a very smart idea for like a zombie apocalypse thing yeah. where it's like mushrooms right? and like... You know they're able to survive in the brain. like I, I just loved all that it, it was just so original and like clever to me and obviously it's based on a game but the game idea right. is awesome like I, I just love yeah. that premise it's it, it, so cool it made it feel insanely fresh yeah it didn't oh, yeah. feel like zombies like nope. running around Not like and again that was one of the things the video game was praised for when it came out mm-hmm. is the design of the infected yeah. right Mm-hmm. Uh, but watching and how they explained it and the logic behind it was so interesting yeah. and how oh, powerful it sure. was starting with that interview from, you know, the sixties yeah. or whatever. I love it was. that. Yeah. <laughs> what a really cool so start. Cool. That was a great um, start. Yeah. One thing that was pointed out to me, um, was in that first episode, how many opportunities like Joel and his daughter had to consume bread but yeah. ev- or grain, oh, but every single time, it like they just didn't. The coincidence happened. Something like, happens. They were off. She was offered like pancakes. She was offered like a cookie. He was supposed to get a birthday cake, but he didn't. Oh, like there's so many like little that, things yeah. where it had they would have taken taken or eaten the all wheat, of that, yeah. all of the wheat or the grain products. Mm-hmm. It you yeah, know they been the flour that. products. Yeah. So, so cool. I was like, that is 
insanely smart and yeah. intentional. Like yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. I loved with the whole wheat or grain or whatever that that was how it like spread because you know fungus and just stuff like that is gonna get into your food if it gets wet. Like I just love that that was how it got around as well. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the way that it spread and everything was just so so interesting. I, I also um, like with like the time jump forward how there were some like society continued like they were able yeah. to contain it enough to where life continued and it wasn't like yeah. how the walking dead is what i assume it is which is just a bunch of random people like, walking yeah, around chaos doing, yeah chaos no this has schools and mm-hmm. and like a government that's the remnants of the us government yeah. that's kind of reorganized itself mm-hmm. and like yeah it's like society is still very much intact it's just a Frankenstein's monster of what it used to be. Yeah. I also love that it the it happens pre smartphone and internet. I mean, internet exists, yeah. but it, so that that's not like a part of the story. Where it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I can just you know pull up my because the satellites are already in place. So even though you know, sir, I, I love that smartphones and that stuff just was didn't even yeah. play a role at all because they were never well, invented, which is you know yeah. also cool part of this story. Um. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about casting. Um, first of all, like who we would some cast fun facts. As if we were <laughs> yeah, who, who's everyone in the story? Um, no, I wanted to go through some fun facts first. Um, fun fact number one, uh, the preacher's like right-hand man guy, uh, played by Troy Baker, um, who is the voice of Joel in the video game. Mm. Um Ellie's mother in that flashback played by, played by Ashley Johnson, the voice actress of Ellie in the video game. She did a great job as well. She's, she's amazing. I just love her so much. We can talk about her some other time, but Oh man, I love her so much. Mm. Um, uh, Laura Bailey, um, voice of, uh, uh, part two love interest whose name I can't remember. I'm sorry. Video game people out there. (laughs) Um, she is one of the nurses in Salt Lake City um, that gets, yeah, uh, you know. Also, shout well, out she to doesn't Salt Lake actually City. get killed. Yeah, shout super out dope. To Salt Lake super and dope. That we got go Hogle Zoo. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Hogle Zoo giraffe. That was so dope. We're a Hogle Zoo fan. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. shout out I've seen maybe guys. that exact giraffe. Honestly, <laughs> like I was thinking about like 2003. I've like I saw that giraffe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, or at least that giraffe's dad. It, it um, kind of migrated a pretty good way down the mountain from. Uh, yeah, it's a it's know, a little ways. I'm surprised that it's is. still as near. It's been 20 years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It could have been doing um, whatever it wanted. But uh, yeah, so this this show, um, it was also Neil Druckmann said this in an interview where somebody asked um, for those wondering. Neil, yeah, writer, creator <laughs> of the video game and writer of the video game, and also uh, one of the writers on the show. Um, he said somebody asked him like. Uh, what was the thought process behind having Troy and Ashley on set? And he basically said it wasn't even a question. Yeah. They are, mm. they are the lifeblood of this series. And so they need to be present in some way yeah. for it to feel to me like it's the last of us. Mm. And I just think that that's so cool that like, yeah, they didn't come in and play their characters from the video game. It wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah, but they were there. <laughs> she plays not... Ellie. <laughs> like, I'm 14. Um, oh man, it's like that. Oh, what's that one? 
Evan Hansen. Oh, oh yeah, with yeah. Ben Platt. Yeah, yeah Ben Platt. Like, Here I up. am, a 35-year-old man going through like my sophomore year of high school. <laughs> um, but but I it was cool because he was like, these aren't just cameos. Mm-hmm. We needed to have these actors here because because of what they do for the series. And I thought that was a really interesting way to basically just put more importance on their cameos because they are cameos but um right yeah i thought that, sure. that was really interesting well, except for marlene did you say marlene i was gonna say didn't she play herself she's she's played by the the voice actor. the character of marlene oh, is really? the voice actor I, of marlene I was not yeah. aware which one's marlene I, it's been a bit she's the lady <laughs> that joel kills at the very end he oh, shoots, okay. he gotcha. shoots she's the firefly he's, chick yeah, who's yeah, holding ellie recruits I ellie i didn't know that she was a voice in the video again that's super cool i love that as well she, yeah she's, she's her own character she's like trying to like talk joel down and i'm like i bet he's got a gun under ellie and then it like oh yeah cuts to her getting shot and then you see the gun i'm like Ooh, so I, I, I love that. Same thing. And then same like, thing, just merciless. No way he doesn't have a gun. <laughs> She's like, please just let me live. He's like, no, you'll come after us. Immediately kills her. Like, doesn't even yeah. hesitate. He just yeah. tells no her why and then kills yeah. her. And, it's like, like, you're right gone. After. Yeah. Goodbye. And I love that it's all like <laughs> headshots. Like, there's no question. All of these characters yeah. he killed are dead, dead. There's yeah. no like, oh man, I wonder if maybe these characters could come. Yeah. It's like, Marlene's coming back. It's they're like, no, for sure dead. Go on. So I, um, I loved that, you know, his just so ruthlessness at the end. I just kind of wanted to touch on those fun facts because that's something that maybe people don't know. I don't know. Like, I kind of forget what information we are privy to just because of our n- being nerds. Well, I know? didn't know that. So that I, maybe yeah, that other great. people don't know. So it's kind of yeah. interesting. Um, but Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, I just... Uh, they're so good. <laughs> They're both They're awesome. so good. Um, I remember when the casting happened, there were a lot of people that were upset about Bella Ramsey, specifically because she doesn't look like Ellie. No, she looks um, nothing like Ellie. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, she doesn't. Also, to be fair, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Like, do you you want this to look like just some pixels? Like, yeah. No. I mean, and that goes back to like. Maybe there's other video game properties where they adapt it, and they're like, "No, this looks a lot like the character, and those yeah. are bad." So Tom Holland I mean, looks this one... exactly like Nathan Drake, and that's, <laughs> that's the true. best video game adaptation. That of is all time. true. That's true. He looks so much like it. So why why weren't people complaining about that? Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm sure I'm pretty positive I'm people were complaining. I, yeah, definitely. About well, that. especially because Nathan Drake does look like Nathan Fillion, who is who everyone wanted mm-hmm. to play Nathan Drake, yeah. and then he didn't. But that's a whole different thing. We'll talk about that, that in is... our Uncharted episode. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Uncharted that... the movie because we haven't played the. Um, yeah, yeah. I have, but yeah, yeah I yeah, have. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, I was kidding. Um, Bad joke then, but. So Bella Ramsey, I remember in the first episode... A joke that isn't funny is a up. lie. Okay, so I remember when she first showed up uh, in the first episode, um, I was kind of like, oh, is she just going to be this like annoying, moody-type character? I don't think that I'm going to be on board with this. With Ellie? And by even Yeah, with Ellie. And even by the end of the first episode, Bella Ramsey had totally won me over. Same. I was like, all right, yeah, she's cool. She, Yeah, <laughs> she's, she... To your point, absolutely. She did not feel like one of those, I'm the sassy girl character, and I'm young, and I'm a kid, and yeah. you're the adult, and you're the dad, and I don't like you. Yeah. Totally felt like a normal, natural 
you know relationship yeah. that those she, two had. She they played felt each other like so well. the product of the world that she came from. You know? Right, and there was so many levels to it as well. Like it made me excited to start peeling that back, kind of understanding why she was the way she was. You know what? Why she was trained? Why she was? You know what happened to her? How they discovered she was bitten? That kind of stuff. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I I was this is something I always do because my curious little mind loves to be curious. And I was like, is Ellie the only one who's, you know, immune? And I did this after the fact. And I just I also didn't fully get why she was immune. And at the same time though, you, they don't really need to explain it. And I also kind of oh, really yeah. like that she is the only one. Because I it's like just that like, it's a simple story. It's just a simple, yeah. like, yeah, she, her it's mom It's like, I'm looking for my brother. And... She's immune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I was totally fine with her being immune. Like, it didn't bother yeah. me. And, you know, well, the whole her... I, so this is what I picked up on, if you guys, you know, correct me if I'm incorrect. But the mom got bit or clawed as she was giving birth. And so she just got a little bit of it in her system. And then... From birth. From yeah. birth. Right. Yeah. And then from there, she was able to... Just stay immune, basically. That's the way I That's understand it. Likewise, yeah. Um, but I like that people don't know why she's immune. They just know that she's immune, immune specifically in the world because it also adds to kind of the the moral gray area of what Joel does at the end. Mm-hmm. Because yes. if they knew exactly why she was immune, there's a much, much higher chance that they would be able to say, Yes, we for sure can make a cure, or no, we for sure can't. Yeah. Can't. But now it's this like gray area where the only thing that's for sure is she's gonna die. Mm-hmm. What if she dies and it doesn't even get cured? Yeah. Whereas if we knew that okay, she's gonna die, but she they they can make a cure out of it, that immediately makes Joel's actions, while still understandable, bad, and they make him like a villain. Where mm-hmm. with the story existing the way that it is, his actions are 100% understandable and it's maybe still not like justifiable, yeah. Yeah. but it's right. a lot less Definitely just like yeah. good thing, bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it, it's understood and then it opens up that conversation. Yeah, right? And we could we could sit here arguing all night. Right. You know, like. Let's do it. Let's start arguing. Yeah. Let's start arguing now and then let's just go until the um, tomorrow. The but, only hot opinion I have is that when Marlene <laughs> was like, cover that baby's ears and then shoots Ashley Johnson's character, and then it's the loudest gunshot <laughs> no, in the I entire show. That. I was like, the homie did not cover that baby's the, yeah, ear. He, didn't, he was just like, holy, yeah. it's like, no. I was like, what are you doing? I, I was totally thinking that. I was like, if she's going to kill her with a gun, that baby's right there. That baby is death. Oh, yeah. So that I was honestly is... really glad. At least they did something. At least they didn't. Yeah. That baby's shoot either deaf, yeah, yeah, or she's immune to zombie, <laughs> immune to zombie fungus. Noise. She was born breathing in gunpowder. Oh yeah. Um, so I was glad they at least did something with that because I was like, that that would be yeah. so unreal. That is just way too loud to be around a baby. <laughs> but back to that, the simple plot of just her, she is immune, right? Um, but then that leading to that kind of other gray area. That's a, that's a tip to all of our um, aspiring screenwriters at home. We all have 
a lot of authority to give tips on screenwriting. Whatever. Each of us have a writing credit on Letterboxd, no big deal. (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, let's go. uh, The thing, something that's important to remember is simplicity isn't bad. You don't have to have a super complex story. Um, Emotions are the things that are going to be complex. And those will be complex as long as the story is good and it makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this show, the plot is super simple. Um, He needs to get her to, like, the the bare structure of the plot. He needs to get her to this place so that they can make a cure because she's immune and they don't know why. Boom. That is the plot of this season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of the complexity comes in with the situations that that puts people into emotionally and how their emotions drive their decisions. So, like, even though I love Tenet, I'm going to also spear Tenet for a sec. That movie is complex just for the sake of complexity. Um, What? That's that's something that Christopher Nolan is doing a lot now. Which is, um, uh, I guess, it's it's the show over the story. Um, Spectacle, that's the word I was looking for. Spectacle over story. With Nolan, um, with Nolan, yeah. yeah. I mean, only Tenet. Um, Honestly, all of his. I love all of his other. It's just I, that I think, one where I think, it does it. And I don't Dunkirk know. I think that Inception is kind Dunkirk, of a tipping point. Because yeah. because Dunkirk and and Interstellar, even a lot of it is kind of like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, I still love it. I, I love yeah. Tenet, you know. But um, yeah. it's gotten to a point where the spectacle is more important to Christopher Nolan a lot of the time. It seems than actually making a story that's good and makes sense. Yeah. Right. Whereas this show, it's July very 21st. clearly that it's <laughs> very see clear <laughs> that everything that's important is coming from this story that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then right. every every element of complexity is branching out from, at its core, a very simple thing. Yeah. With that as well, though, at the in the last episode where it's like, Oh wow, Ellie has to die for the cure to happen. It's like, well, duh. Like that's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Joel is like, wait, cordyceps are in the brain, as though he had just realized what was I doing this whole time. Like I probably figured she was probably gonna die. And to be fair, he didn't just hand her over. They got knocked out in Salt Lake and everything. But um, yeah, that was just kind of like, uh, yeah, that makes sense yeah. to me that the only way for and, and it was a great like way to create stakes too it's like the only way she can do the cure is if she dies because cordyceps are in the brain that did not phase yeah. me or make me think oh brother plot device yeah. or element at all it totally worked yeah. I, mean, I was totally sold on yeah. it so also when you heard that was was i the only one that thought no they're all over they're in her arm we saw that earlier yeah yeah no i they're mean just like, I... just cut open her arm they're right there <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just like yeah, just just get some, yeah, just dig a little bit like up. All they're all up in yeah. it. I get, uh, yeah. Well, no, smearing her blood on a kid yeah. didn't work. No. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, hey, kid, come here. Maybe if she would have spilled her brains on the kid. Yeah, she's like, here, just let <laughs> no, me just no. like drill a small hole in my temple and then just a little bit, little, little bit out of there. Lobotomize <laughs> myself just a bit, just a little, just a little bit. Just, just, a little just, just put your bit. just put your mouth on this brain hole right here. Just take a little suck out of there, and then you should be good to go. And the kid's like, cool, thanks. Yeah. It would be similar to the lobotomy scene in Boss Baby 2, a family business. Oh, very similar. Not quite (laughs) as graphic, but, you know, getting there. Maybe half as much. See, that was another thing I liked about that kid being deaf. When he turned into the, um, 
like the kid who sucks the juice out of Ellie's arm. Right. When because he's deaf. Um, yeah. He when he becomes a an infected, he like goes crazy. Like it's a total opposite for that character previously, which I just loved. Yeah. Um, another thing that I thought was really interesting about this show, and I think it it did a good job of kind of balancing you know, what makes life worth living, kind of. And because with that guy and his brother, who I thought was his son, so my mistake, um, when yeah, he accidentally kill, well, kills him they're brothers, on purpose. brothers, for the record, they're brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They're hermanos. When he kills him, he, <laughs> for those of you who don't speak English, I just wanted to make sure you understood what word I was using. Sure. Um... Everyone that doesn't speak English understood Hermanos. <laughs> What's French for brother? Um, a frères. A frères. Fratello. I don't even know how I know that. <laughs> I, I took, took two years, years of Spanish. Spanish. What's up, Fratello? That's Italian for brother. <laughs> um, that's Arrest Development. Kill the Snore, Arrest yep. Development. Uh, but okay, I, I thought, yeah, sorry. My, my whole idea of saying this is like he immediately kills himself. He's like, why did I do that? And then he just immediately offs himself. Same thing with, like, Bill and Frank. They kind of kill themselves together. Joel attempts suicide when he when his daughter mm-hmm. dies. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's just a very interesting... I think it did a good job of showing, like, that life can be worth living even when it seems like it's not in this apocalyptic world. And they, like, you're able to find meaning in relationships and people and stuff like that. Especially for Joel. I mean, case in point, main character of the show is just someone who's completely calloused to the world and totally like shut off and then he finds Ellie someone he did not care about at all at the beginning and now is his the most important part of his life and so I thought that was they did a really good job of kind of like showing I mean not justifying like the the people who did take their own lives but also it's like you know this world is really crappy but also on the other hand you know life is worth living and people are worth you know creating relationships with so I thought I did a really good job of kind of balancing that whole post-apocalyptic mental state you would definitely be in so big right. time anyway thanks for listening guys see you next <laughs> yeah. week on man, Cave man. Night. yeah i don't so <laughs> is there is there more that we want to cover i don't know i just really liked it a great show i talked about really the baby and the gunshot yeah we talked if we covered the baby with the gunshot then i don't really have any more to say did we cover oh, the drafts we, we talked, talked about, about the we, we talked about the Hogel Zoo. We talked about um, how Salt oh, not filmed. Another thing I want to say: he was filmed on the volume. The the end of the Kansas City episode, the the mm-hmm. one with the with the brothers, um, where they're like Joel's up in the house sniping while oh, yeah. Fedra's Dude, there, and then that. they all mm-hmm. come swarming out of the ground. Another scene where I was just like, man, I gotta play this game. Mm. <laughs> See, I yeah. know that that yep. is you a know. scene in the game, mm-hmm. sure, and I yeah. want to play it because I feel like my guess is you play it from both ends. Mm-hmm. You play Ellie trying to get through the thing, and you play Joel like shooting down. It probably like switches you back and forth. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But either way, either perspective that it puts me in for that game. I want to do it. <laughs> like, well, and you, it, it's it, so cool. That was literally the the scene with the boss fight in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the, that the, giant yeah, amalgamation big, thing. Um, they you call know? him the bloater, I think. Um, which, by the oh, way, I love that. Whatever. Practical effects. Really? There's pictures of him on set in this giant suit. Oh, it's geez. just this, it's this big dude already in this huge suit. It that just re- looks that way, and then HBO in post, the mountain. Yeah, honestly, 
in yeah. post they they put some like moving elements and blah 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 but that thing is like 98% practical look pictures of it up it's I did love that yeah. thing. That when that thing like bellows and it like crawls out, and then it just yeah, immediately dude. targets onto the like main leader of the the fireflies and just goes and so rips her head off. I was like, oh okay, so I guess this arc is just one episode. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, but I love that about so it. I love cool. that just the yeah. and it kind of teases it earlier, and they're like, oh yeah, they you know we're fine because they're, they're underground, all underground yeah. and we don't even know yeah. if there's any left and then they just all burst out of it and yeah that was so cool. well and like you said that episodic nature once again contributed to it being very fun to watch week to week because mm. it's not like that episode ended and now we're like okay what's gonna happen with the fireflies lady are they gonna catch her are they gonna not is she gonna catch them yeah it's just like a, okay here's the story for this episode that exists under the umbrella of the wider story mm -hmm. and you kind of get all of it in this one go, yeah. you know, or at least all that's necessary. Uh, there were a lot of points that kind of stretched between maybe two, three episodes at a time. Right. But, but yeah, but just, yeah. it, it, it didn't feel like I was sitting there going, okay, they're building up to something and now I have to wait another week. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, right. this episode happened and now there's just more tension for next week. Yeah. Excellent. So much fun to watch week to week. If you didn't do it with this season, do it with next season. I think you'll have a really good time with it. Yeah. And again, if nothing else, it just creates a community feeling. Yeah. I'll, it's like I'll, Pokemon I'll, Go in twenty. I'll take you up again. on that now. I'll do it. I'll do it just for you. Sweet. I'll Love. do it as well. Um, one last thing just I'm going to say. I think, honestly, Ugh. this is the best video game adaptation I've seen in terms of the quality of the product. Because none of us right. have played the video game, and we just talked for an hour about the the thing that it made, <laughs> yeah. that it's based off of. Yeah, and which we are now fans. Yeah, which we are now fans, <laughs> exactly. And so I think that is a huge, um, you know, statement to the quality of this adaptation, because an adaptation, in my opinion, should be able to stand independent of the material it's based off of. And so yeah. you can play the game and you can watch the show, and the fact that you can enjoy both is so rare, especially for video games. Like... I'm just so enthused that this is... I mean, and from what Niall was saying, like, it seems like it is a faithful adaptation of the game, too. So in terms of, like, actually adapting the game well and making it an enjoyable story to watch, I think it's the... I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean... Pokemon. Pokemon. Prince of Persia. The movie. The Yeah, the animated movies are actually really good. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. <laughs> Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Oh, uh, yeah. Castlevania, Dang, the I anime. I forgot about that. Oh, Castlevania, the anime. I've heard is that is really good. good. I've example. never played the games as well, but... Um. <laughs> well, Castlevania, I, I played the original, and it's barely a game. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, just a like, side-scroller. Like, it's like, it's like the Mario game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to hear a pet peeve that I have before we wrap this up? I would love to. Because yeah. we've said adaptation a lot of times in this episode. You guys uh -oh. ever hear people say adaption? <laughs> yes. There's a Dude, movie. People say it all I don't the feel time. Like I do. There's a movie called Adaptation like starring Nick Cage, and I've heard people call that adaption. It's like have you seen adaption? No it's like Dude, way. that's not the word. Uh, it just it grinds my gears so hard. It's adaptation. If you're listening to this podcast, probably no one's ever said that. To you before because first of all you're not saying adaptation all that often or adaption yeah but second of all because a lot of other people aren't confident enough to say that you're wrong you're wrong it's not adaption it's adaptation and please keep listening to our podcast we promise we will berate you less next week <laughs> no i'm gonna do it more if, this is gonna more be if niche. you make 
if you make conscious steps to improvement, we will respect that and we won't belittle yeah, you. Sure. But if you keep going on your own horrible ways, yeah. oh, yeah, learn somehow. Oh, learn somehow. we're going to teach you. <laughs> let's enter a niche of entertainment podcasts that berate the listeners in the last <laughs> three minutes of every episode. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Um, I actually have one more thing I'm going to do. It's a plug. Oh. It's a it's oh. a plug. It's something that we were all involved in, all yeah. three of us. Get uh, so get it. this episode will be up Tuesday night, um, April 25th, Hopefully. or Wednesday morning, very <laughs> early, till the 26th. So if you're listening to this and you have time to go down to the Orem, Utah Megaplex, there is the showing at 8 p.m. for the project that I directed and Niall and Jared co-wrote with me and acted in called Please Ooh. Do Not, which is a sketch comedy, um, like pilot is what we're calling it, but it's more of just like a sketch comedy compilation. You can see it on theater. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's free. Yeah. So if you have time and you want, and you're able Ugh. to come down to Orem or up to Orem, depending on where you live, that would be great. But if you don't have time or the resources to do that, it'll be on YouTube on the 27th. So can't wait for you to it's watch be... it. And I, I, I honestly am really proud yeah. of it. I think it turned out great. It's kind of the culmination of my, very fun. my uh, film school experience and now i get to go on to be homeless and jobless for the next rest of the day, so. yeah but at least but i'll have, have a, a bachelor's in film <laughs> that's true something really to lean back on yeah. um jared and i have seen a lot of of please do not and mm-hmm. it it really is quite fun and quite good yeah and also, I'm excited to see the stuff that we're not in you yeah know? i know me too because i haven't seen any of that so yeah. i'm really excited but and I, you need to see the updated um, cuts too, because I've changed some stuff. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I know, and I'm I'm stoked to see that. So I just the adrenaline boost and the ego boost that I'm gonna get by seeing myself on a movie theater. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be crazy. Honestly, like <laughs> even unbelievable. Even just the first yeah. time I showed it in class, like when it was a very rough cut, like a couple months ago, my watch was like your heart rate just spiked significantly because <laughs> I was so nervous and like excited. Yeah. And honestly. As yeah. soon as people started laughing, I was like, kind of really, I was like, okay, cool. It's not Good. just me. Like, people are enjoying this. And not everyone is going to enjoy it, and I know that. Did they laugh more with, for Niall or from, uh, for um, <clears throat> I am actually worried that my ego might be hurt <laughs> if people don't <laughs> laugh at me. <laughs> I, I think everyone will be laughing a lot the whole time. Uh, the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so, um, too. <laughs> that makes me nervous. If nothing else, you'll hear me laughing. <laughs> okay, good. Because if nothing, something I've noticed as well, when I show my stuff to people, I, I can't help myself but laughing at people's reactions as well. Because sometimes mm-hmm. the stuff I put in things is just really weird. And so seeing and people's laugh. weird reactions, laughing or otherwise, just like, ugh, makes yeah. me laugh all the harder. That's great. And so awesome. there's um, a couple things in here that you guys haven't seen that I think you're going to be enthused by. Great. I'm excited. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, uh, one quick last uh, little request. Go and rate us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. What are you doing Please. not having done that already? Five stars, we, specifically. We average uh, uh, an amount of listeners, and our Three. review count on Apple Podcasts is lower than that average. Bring it up. Bring what it up, are you guys. Doing? Come on. Not, Please. Not having we promise. The podcast. Gosh, I mean, we can rate you more or less based on how you people. rate the podcast. So yeah. rate it positively, but in your review, 
Give it five stars and then in the review yeah, say... Yeah, five stars and then belittle us. Or yeah, stop. Exactly. Yeah. This is your chance to belittle us back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the five stars. It has to be five stars. Yeah. Ugly, stupid losers. Yeah. It actually... I was trying to rate it uh, like a four or four star, but it wouldn't work, so I had to rate it five star. Just oh, trust so just me. just don't even so try to do it. It works to do five stars. It only works if you do five stars to put something down. So. Hey, man, it makes sense. Um, I was actually just looking at it. We do have one one-star review. On Spotify, right? Oh, no. Um, no, on Apple. Oh. I'll have to go through oh, and see. Oh, no. Who rated My us one-star? Who was broken. it? It took down our average to 4.8, which is not my no. favorite. That, that actually is so sad. Who did that? It hurts my feelings a little Who's bit. Who's out there so, rating us? Come on, guys. Just know that if you actually belittle us and berate us, we, we get will, really we sad. Will get we really sad. Sad. We'll berate and belittle you because you're dumb and ugly and you don't know how to pronounce adaptation. All right. We're, th- we're 20-something-year-olds with a podcast. We have we're fragile egos. Fragile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not fragile enough. Man. This is all we derive our self-worth from, so please give us five stars. And you know what the we love Well, we're so rambling. Much. And you know what the Thank theme you. thong the theme thong for our So much for much you know for the, having a good time. Gonna, you know what the theme I was gonna, Okay, Niall, Thank you, you do so it. much Sorry, for having a good time with us. It's my episode. Let me do the outro. And we'll see you on another Man, Man Cave Man. Movie Night Monday. <laughs>